Hello, friends. I'm Pastor Pitts Evans. Welcome to the Whole Word Podcast. Let's get right to the Word of God. We're about to read a psalm that begins by explaining that the created order itself reveals God to anyone that'll pay attention. Now, it is a Davidic psalm. It's written by uh, David. And some scholars believe that this was written very late in David's life, perhaps even during the time that he was so weak that Abishag was given to David to be his nurse and to provide warmth for his body and to sustain him in his declining days. But David first reveals in this psalm that nature itself speaks of God, and those who observe nature carefully will recognize that there is a God. He then ascribes powerful virtues to the Lord's Word. And so it's a a fairly brief psalm. It's uh, 14 verses, but a very powerful psalm with some really important um, premises within it. And those two, the main ones being God reveals himself to all mankind through nature and the fact that God's Word um, has tremendous attributes that we need to recognize. So let's read now Psalm 19. For the director of music, a psalm of David. The heavens declare the glory of God. The skies proclaim the work of his hands. Day after day, they pour forth speech. Night after night, they reveal knowledge. They have no speech. They use no words. No sound is heard from them. Yet, their voice goes out into all the earth. Their words to the ends of the world. In the heavens, God has pitched a tent for the sun. It is like a bridegroom coming out of his chamber, like a champion rejoicing to run his course. It rises at one end of the heavens and makes its circuit to the other. Nothing is deprived of its warmth. The law of the Lord is perfect, refreshing the soul. The statutes of the Lord are trustworthy, making wise the simple. The precepts of the Lord are right, giving joy to the heart. The commands of the Lord are radiant, giving light to the eyes. The fear of the Lord is pure, enduring forever. The decrees of the Lord are firm, and all of them are righteous. They are more precious than gold, than much pure gold. They are sweeter than honey, than honey from the honeycomb. By them your servant is warned. In keeping them there is great reward. But who can discern their own errors? Forgive my hidden faults. Keep your servant also from willful sins. May they not rule over me. Then I will be blameless, innocent of great transgression. May these words of my mouth and this meditation of my heart be pleasing in your sight, Lord, my rock and my redeemer. And so a a beautiful, beautiful psalm. I love this one. I love all of God's word, but uh, truly there are certain portions that I love more than others. And this psalm really speaks to me. 
It begins, as I, I mentioned in the opening, with the fact that nature itself reveals uh, the glory of God. How many of you have, have been asked the question, what about the people who never had a Bible? What about the people who've never heard the gospel? What about um, those who have never known what was revealed to the Jews and then to the Christians? And this psalm answers that in part. It begins with these words, The heavens declare the glory of God. The skies proclaim the work of his hands. Day after day they pour forth speech. Night after night they reveal knowledge. They have no speech. They use no words. No sound is heard from them. Yet their voice goes out into all the earth, their words to the ends of the world. And so this powerful declaration that God is revealing himself to mankind through the created order. This is affirmed in the New Testament, by the way. Uh, Romans chapter 1, Paul writes in verse 20, For since the creation of the world, God's invisible qualities, his eternal power and divine nature, have been clearly seen, being understood by what is made, so that people are without excuse. In other words, uh, by observing the created order, you become aware that there is a creator. And to this very day, that proves true. Many testimonies from missionaries around the world um, have come back where they go to remote people groups and they begin to explain about um, Jesus and the virgin birth and various aspects of his life. And the testimonies have come forth. Yeah, we've seen that in the stars. We've observed that in the sky. And so the Lord um, is more than able to reveal himself to mankind, friends. That does not uh, exonerate us from the responsibility of sharing what we know. But for those who have no opportunity to hear the written word of God or to read the written word of God, nature is there to reveal the glory of God. David personifies the sun as a bridegroom and as a champion. He says, God has pitched a tent for the sun. It is like a bridegroom coming out of his chamber, like a champion rejoicing to run its course. So I love that language. And then he begins to give uh, lavish praise for various attributes of God's magnificent word. Verse 7, the law of the Lord is perfect, refreshing the soul. And so the Lord's word refreshes our soul. The statutes of the Lord are trustworthy making wise the simple. So the Lord's word makes us more wise. The precepts of the Lord are right, giving joy to the heart. Truly, we take joy in the word of the Lord. David writes, the commands of the Lord are radiant, giving light to the eyes. The fear of the Lord is pure, enduring forever. The decrees of the Lord are firm, and all of them are righteous. And then he places um, uh, the value of the word for himself and for all of us above gold and above worldly luxuries. He says, the word of the Lord is more precious than gold, than much pure gold. They are sweeter than honey, than honey from the honeycomb. So a beautiful phraseology there, um, extolling the words of God. He gives a brief explanation of what the Word does in his own life and, by extension, in our, in our lives. He says, By your Word, your servant is warned. In keeping with them, there's great reward. 
But who can discern their own errors? Lord, forgive my hidden faults. And so he's saying that the Word of God warns us uh, for those things that the Lord does not approve of. And by observing and obeying the Word, there is great reward both in the present and in each of our futures. And David makes the observation that we can't discern our own errors. But he's implying that the Word of God can help us to see where we have erred and made mistakes. So friends, always be looking in the Word for guidance. David closes with a precious prayer that has been sung and written about. It's used in liturgy in many churches. The words are this, verse 14. May these words of my mouth and this meditation of my heart be pleasing in your sight, Lord, my rock and my redeemer. And so, Lord, with David, we say, may the words of our mouths and the meditation of our hearts be pleasing in your sight. Lord, you are our rock and our redeemer. Your word is perfect. The ways and words of the Lord are trustworthy. The word of God is right. It gives us joy. And the commands of the Lord give light and guidance to each of us. Lord, your decrees are firm. Help us to realize that they're not options to be chosen from, but rather they are guidelines from heaven to live in a way that will make sense in the light of eternity. Give us grace, dear God, in Jesus' name. Amen. Thank you for listening to this episode of The Whole Word. It was brought to you by Whole Word Fellowship and the Northern Virginia House of Prayer. If you were encouraged, please share our podcast with your friends. We'd also appreciate it if you'd hit subscribe in your favorite podcast app and take a few moments to write a review. If you'd like more information on our church and our ministry, you can go to wholeword.net or wholewordpodcast.com for more information. Thank you again, and may the Lord Jesus bless you today and always.